1: It's time for Montana's only daily sports talk show, is Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television.
0: In Idaho's capital city. Thanks so much for being here with us. Appreciate everybody for helping us get here as well. I'm Coulter Nuana's. If you want a live update of this tournament, well. We're in the midst of what is usually a rivalry game, and we're in the midst of what is usually a game that Montana holds the upper hand in, and we're in the midst of Weber State running the Grizzlies right out the gym. University of Montana men's basketball team getting destroyed, 53-33 by Weber State. These two teams have played nine out of the last 12 years in the Big Sky Tournament, and Montana's won seven out of the last eight. So this an unlikely result between two of the veteran coaches in the Big Sky, Ray Ray, in his 16th year at Weaver State, Travis DeCure in his 8th season at Montana. It looked like uh, just the tried and true that we're used to. It looked like Montana would blast Weaver. They were up 12 to 2 in this game, which is what makes this result even more striking. You're talking about the Grizzlies only scoring 21 points since that start. So Weaver State is on a 51 to 21 run since Montana got off to that good start. So we'll take you all the way around the Big Sky Tournament here in Boise. Appreciate you being here with us on ESPN Radio. Also appreciate everybody in the back. Jeff Saffer, Tommy Evans, the dudes. Thanks for all the help whether it's with all the daily stuff that we have to do at ESPN Radio or for cutting up the reels or for getting us on the radio. Really fun to do this stuff. Love taking this show on the road and uh, we couldn't do it without the guys in the back as well. So thanks to Tommy and thanks to Jeff. And also thanks to all of our outstanding supporters that sent us down here J&V Restaurant Supply Dazzlers Car Wash of Missoula Katie O'Keefe's Crawford's Automotive Vance Thompson Vision Stockman Bank of Montana Palmer's Drug Ryan Holloway and Miller Man Mortgage the Silver Slipper and Aspen Sound if you want to check out the show you want to stream it somewhere besides your traditional radio or television, you can always hit up our station website or hit us up on YouTube. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there on the YouTube channel. And 1029ESPN.com will get you there for the live stream. All you have to do is click on Listen Live and you can listen to this show or any ESPN radio, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year by clicking on that Listen Live tab. You want to be a part of the show? You certainly can. The best way to do it, this time of year is to text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Ricketts Brothers RV Online. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. en Missoula's
2: Darian White and the Bobcats are one step away from going dancing. Hello, I am Jeff Safford. In the final game of five games of action on Wednesday, the Montana State women's basketball team once again rode White, their transcendent point guard, into the championship game of the Big Sky Conference's women's basketball tournament. White hit a buzzer beater to close a back and forth first half and scored 16 points while dictating the tempo of action as the second seeded Bobcats earned a 73-67 win over number six Idaho. MSU will. play fourth seeded Northern Arizona who got past upstart Northern Colorado in Wednesday's other semifinal. The men's tournament in Boise got underway with three first round games on Wednesday. Sacramento State outlasted Idaho 57-54 to earn the first crack at top seeded and regular season champion Montana State. Portland State blitzed Idaho State in the second half on their way to a 77-64 win to earn a shot at number two Southern Utah. And Eastern Washington avoided an upset scare from last place Northern Arizona to stay alive as the defending tournament champions. The quarterfinals for the men's tournament got underway Thursday with Montana State playing at noon and Montana taking on Weber State at 2.30. Southern Utah and Portland State play at 5.30, while Eastern Washington and Northern Colorado play at 8. For full coverage of the Big Sky Conference tournaments, tune in to Nuanas Now right here on ESPN. This
1: 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound.
0: Montana, welcome back. Sorry about this, but we are broadcasting to you from Idaho Central Arena, Colter Nwana's, Nwana's now ESPN Radio. Sorry for being in and out here, a little sketchy on the Wi-Fi, but uh, we're doing the best we can you know, a lot of times some things are outside of your control, so uh, it has nothing to do with us. I'm not trying to blame anybody. We're having a great time, though, here and uh, Montana's rallying a little bit. The Grizz are down 56-43 here to Weaver State. About five minutes to go here in the second quarterfinal of men's basketball action. The women's championship is set, as we were saying before we got uh, interrupted briefly. Back at it. This is our tournament takeover presented in part by Stackman Bank. Stackman Bank invites you to experience the Stackman difference. If Emily community bank with locations throughout Montana, Sacramento Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means is your money stays in the local economy supporting your friends and neighbors. Andrew Houghton from Skyline Sports as well as uh, ESPN Montana joining me here on Nuanes now. And Andrew before we get into some analysis of these men's quarterfinals games let's talk about the uh, games yesterday. Northern Arizona they controlled the game against um, Northern Colorado early. UNC didn't want to go out without a fight, so the Northern Colorado brought it all the way back down to three, but NAU moves on, and so the Lumberjacks in the championship game for the first time in the 21st century, and uh, Lori Payne, a Haver, Montana native who led the Blue Ponies to a couple state championships during her time as a player, she then went on to play at Washington, and she's done a great job rebuilding NAU. So just briefly, what do you think of that game? Because um, Northern Arizona, I think it... If NAU can rebuild their women's basketball program to the point where they're playing for the Big Sky Tournament Championship, no team in the league has any excuses.
3: Well, yeah, Coulter. I think it's a great story, not only because of Lori Payne, but because that team at Northern Arizona has been around for a while. I mean, those girls have been around. Things broke well for them in the tournament with Northern Colorado knocking off the one-seed Idaho State. Who, were they, who they were going to have to play in the semifinals. But you play the teams that are put in front of you, and Northern Arizona did that. And, and you know, girls like Kyrie Rashid and the point guard, Regan Skank, Lauren Orndoff, Nina Radford, have been around for a long time. I mean, this is a team that we've known has had talent for years and years and years. I mean, Kyrie Rashid's a former Big Sky preseason MVP. They've got a lot of big names there. I think they've been underachieving a little bit, but all it takes is one tournament run and now they're they're in the national they're in the conference championship game. Not only can they potentially make the NCAA tournament, but now they have something to build off of as Lori Payne continues her career there.
0: The nightcap was the great, the best game of the Big Sky tournament so far. They're, it's actually been pretty fleeting as far as the the games. I'm not talking about close games. Close games are not good games to me. Always. That just means that they were competitive. It does not necessarily mean that they were good at basketball. We've actually seen they have a lot of not good basketball this week. I think so much of that is just because how disjointed college basketball has been the last two years. But that's a completely different place in time. The Nike was awesome. Idaho versus Montana State. Back and forth, back and forth. The Bobcats surged to an early lead. Idaho responded with a big run to take a 10-point lead late in the first half. But then the Bobcats came rallying all the back. and White hit a three-pointer at the first half buzzer. And then it was back and forth. Went all the way down the stretch. Seven lead changes and six ties after halftime alone. But the Bobcats are able to close it out. 7 3 six, seven MSU wins. And the Bobcats are into the Big Sky Tournament Championship. On the win side, they'll play those NAU Lumberjack tomorrow at 1 p.m. What did you think of Montana State continuing their nice run here in this
3: tournament? Well, it's a fun game, like you said. I think a lot of them were targeting that game as one that maybe might have shaken out when we looked at the bracket with Montana State on that side and Idaho on that side, even though Idaho did have to play on the first day. Classic Big Sky matchup between, as you mentioned, two of the longest-tenured coaches in the league. and just what a high level of play. I mean, Darian oh, yeah, White was doing daring White things. Cole Badbear continued the run. I think she's been one of the best players in the tournament so she's far.
0: She's definitely because, making a case for her uh, all-tournament all team for sure. Because
3: she's hitting jump shots and she's still, you know, making plays in the post. Her footwork looks better. Beyonce B was doing Beyonce B. Thanks for Idaho, and the shot-making from the peripheral players were, was really what took this game to another level in terms of K.J. Lombardo for Montana State, Sidney Gandy for Idaho, Beatty uh, for Montana State as Al well. Also, had a great game for
0: Idaho as Just well.
3: Everybody, that's one of those games that you get in the tournament. I mean, I know Idaho's playing their third game in three days, right? You come here and you play, and sometimes you get a sloppy game. Well, sometimes also in the tournament, you get a game where everybody raises their level. The crowd was good.
0: A great game last night to wrap up the Wednesday. Five games on Wednesday, three first-round men's games, two semifinals, women's games. But the nightcap semifinal between Montana State and Idaho was phenomenal. Great college basketball game, back and forth, two outstanding coaches with Trisha Binford of Montana State and John Newley of Idaho. And the way that they uh, empower their kids with confidence is so appealing to watch. The way that they transition offensively, the confidence almost all their players have in shooting the basketball and just how fun they are to watch offensively and how competitive they are and how competitive these two programs are. It was really a joy to watch. And Montana State they moved into the championship game of the Big Sky tournament, which will be played at 1 p.m. from Idaho Central Arena on Friday. And they did it by earning a 73-67 victory. Darren White led the way. Montana State's outstanding junior point guard. Cola Badbear also had a phenomenal outing as well, and she's certainly making a case as a all-tournament team member. Well, they also got great performances from KJ Lamardo and Leah Beattie, a couple sophomores who really stepped up huge to help carry the day. And to Idaho, a great ending to a season that started out so tough. They were 0-11 in the non-conference because it was an incredibly difficult non-conference. And then they were sort of up and down the first part of Big Sky Conference play, but they get it together. They went 8-9 down the stretch to get to the semifinals, so a good year for John Newley's squad. Following Montana State's victory, we caught up with Trisha Binford, KJ Lomardo, and Darian White. Here's some postgame sound from last night's Montana State victory as the Cats now one step away from advancing to the NCAA tournament on the women's side.
4: right way so just really proud of these young ladies
5: thank you coach we'll come back to coach in a moment
0: Um, This was such a back and forth game. Uh, and so many runs. But also there was like fans on each side. So how much fun was it just to play in this atmosphere?
6: It was really fun. Uh, I could hear our fans and also the Idaho fans always hear them. Um, But it was really exciting. It was loud in there, but it was was really exciting at the same time.
0: And and KJ, you stepped up and hit so many big shots said, come into it. are kind you of able to execute like you did.
5: Yeah, it was just I kind of went back to all the times I was shooting in the gym over the past couple of years, and I knew that in a game like this, I wasn't going to back down. And so I had my teammates back, I had my coaches back. You know, they all believed that me in me, should call us, just went ahead. did. Darian, obviously, uh, two years ago, you guys were in the same position and never had a chance to play in the championship game. Um, just your emotions right now and getting a chance to, you know, Friday will be here. You know, whereas in 2020, there's so much uncertainty
6: to the feeling. I am so pumped, uh, but I'm also not trying to overlook anything. I'm excited that we made it this far, but, you know, we still have one more game, and we have a lot to prove. We have a lot to uh, work on still, and so just having that mindset and not look overlooking um, NAU or uh, anything
2: like that, I I think
6: we're
2: going to be ready. Dee, it was a tight one throughout, but how odd are you that you're able to maybe face a tight game before the championship and really get the rust out? Like
6: I was saying, uh, before, you know, just that,
2: that practice
6: of staying composed, um, taking it play by play makes a huge difference because once you start freaking out, then you start taking bad shots and um, everything just kind of starts to fall apart. So uh, just knowing that every game is going to be overall and it's going to be extremely hard uh, to get the dub. And so uh, just like I said before, you know, that practice of having that composure is going to be um, very special.
5: indicative of, yeah, you need rebound in to rebound the northwest So I think that's going to be the huge key
0: for us. First of all, the first half was such a half of runs, flurries all over the place. They took like a nine-point lead, but then you guys came all the way back and Darius Buzzerbender at the end of the first half. How, how big was
5: that for you to carry momentum
4: Gray years, um, but uh, just, you just knew it was going to be back and forth, and I know it could put so many points on the board so quickly, and so for me, it's very unusual to take two timeouts in the first half, and I'm like, oh, you can't, uh, I, I really had to um, be very specific in the second with those, but just trying to shorten some of those runs, and they just can get out and run on you, so felt like we had some exposure in a couple of those uh, transition situations, but today, our kids kept responding, and that was uh, what Darian was attesting to, is, our maturity of some of these tighter games uh, as of late, uh, finding ways to overcome that.
0: The beauty and KJ both been big at times, but this was like a coming of age moment. They both hit enormous shots. So what do you think of their ability to step up and sort of carry you guys at times like uh, this?
4: I think they did everything we know that they're capable of doing. Um, these are two sophomores that have given us tremendous uh, minutes for the last two years. Uh, KJ has literally started since her freshman year, and Leah uh, has been starting this entire year. And, um, you know, I just uh, think that uh, they are extremely talented in personal ways, um, and it was great to see those things come together for
5: Trisha, just same question I just asked Gary, you know, obviously, two years ago, I remember after the semifinal game, we were asking you what it might be like to play with Huff fans, you know, in a championship game, and obviously that game never got played. So, you know, for players past and present who kind of experienced that, just what does it mean to get back to this point after every, what everybody's been through the last two years?
4: Gosh, it was one of the first uh, thoughts in my mind uh, when we went into the, to the locker room to celebrate. We were celebrating uh, with our administration that time, with our president, and uh, without the that it wasn't going to come through for us to have the opportunity. So uh, part of this is for that that, that squad as well, um, and uh, this squad is, is going to be ready to go. Um, they're super excited, and they've, they've earned this. they work worked for it, and uh, it's going to be a battle. I he was playing very well
5: in her first year at NAU went 7-23. Now she's in a championship game. I saw the two of you embrace after she stepped off the ESPN podium. Just, you know, your thoughts on what she's done with that program and, you know, what her coaching style and all that.
4: Well, first of all, she's just done an incredible job. And, um, you know, sentimentally, we're both here in Boise with uh, one of the greatest mentors of all time, had uh, coached both of us, June Doherty. And uh, June uh, recently passed away this summer. And um, I just think it's really a special moment that the two of us get to coach in the championship game. and. Uh, you know, um, I just think Lori's doing a great job, and uh, her staff is going to have them ready, and they're playing their best basketball
0: right now. Some feedback from the Montana State women's game. The Grizz game in the books, if you're listening to this, we'll give you a live update as soon as I get back from the postgame press conference. I'm pre-recording this so you, this show can continue to roll on while we are getting more new audio for you from that postgame. So stay tuned and look forward to that. This is all part of our tournament takeover. We'll be broadcasting to you remotely one more time here in Boise tomorrow and then next week at a predetermined site Thursday and Friday. So very much look forward to that. Our tournament takeover is presented in part by Vance Thompson Vision. It's game day. Get ready for the action. Fast breaks, slam dunks, buzzer beating three-pointers and more. Can you see the game day excitement? Like, can you really see it? If you wish your vision was clear, Vance Thompson Vision's world-class team and experienced donors can help. They use the most advanced technology to provide you with the best possible outcome for your eyes. Request your free laser vision consultation from the premier LASIK and Cataract Surgeons in Montana. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com today. More here on Nuances Now, including a rescheduling of the Big Sky Conference Tournament. It'll run Saturday through Wednesday next year. What does it mean? What's the point? What's the intention? What's the benefit? We'll talk all of that and more. Keep it right here. Nuana's Now. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the Advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406 640 4444 today or you can visit montanaadvocates.com and remember you deserve an advocate
4: oh! it's new on is now
1: on 102.9 espn missoula watch the show statewide on swx montana television
0: Central Arena. Big Sky Conference basketball tournament rolls on. I'm here with Big Sky Conference Commissioner Tom Wissershill. There's big news coming out of the Big Sky Conference today. New tournament format, new days, new bracket format, all that. But first of all, I gotta say, Tom, thank you first of all so much for having us, but Great upgrades with the food. Gotta love the food this year. You guys are killing it, and uh, it's nice to be able to actually go through the line and get yourself a nice little home-cooked meal, as opposed to you know sandwiches in a bag like
1: we had last year, right? Well, we've uh, we tried to upgrade. We know the way through the media is in their stomachs first, That's right. so we focused on that. But uh, boy, it's just great to be back. Have fans here, have the atmosphere that we that we love here in Boise, and uh, it's a great tournament setting, and uh, it's March Madness, ready to go. Year four here in Boise, it
0: seems like the tournament's gained a lot of momentum. I mean, here we are now on Thursday. The men's quarterfinals are playing out. Weber State and Montana are playing. As you're listening to this, this game is probably winding down and or over, but we were uh, recording this a little earlier because we want to be able to go to the postgame press conference and share some of the sound. But. Tom, early on, there's been great attendance at some of these games. Last night, I thought the Idaho-Montana State women's game had great crowd. So, what have
1: you thought of just sort of the, the mo- momentum you've been able to gain here in Boise? I think it's a couple things. I think, first of all, I think COVID's effect. People want to be out, want to be at tourna- in tournament settings. The excitement of that. You also get the right teams that have the right fan bases that are really supportive of this. And so, in, in this arena, the great thing about this arena is, you know, you could put 1,500 people in it. And it's loud. Creates a great atmosphere on the court. The players all talk about it, how exciting it is. So we're really fortunate to have this place. And we're just in year one of this new five-year deal here. And a lot of our focus is going to be kind of on the local community, get more involvement there. But we have great fan bases that love basketball and love coming here. Well, it, gotta,
0: it helps a little bit. You could never plan for this, but you must love when it happens just circumstantially when you have a young lady like Darian White, who's from Boise. I mean, she had about 50 people here last night, you know, high school coaches and former classmates and all sorts of stuff like that, but I think that Boise, because of this tournament being here, too, has become a little bit more of a hotbed of recruiting in the Big Sky, too, which helps you guys
1: with this tournament, too, right? Absolutely. You know, it's a growing city, um, you know, and the people here love basketball. You know, it's within driving distance of about seven of our institutions. So, you know, I think from a recruiting perspective, our coaches can get here. And and with the tournament here, it just provides a really exciting venue. And, yeah, we're not always going to get players of her caliber uh, to come here and put on a show like she can. But uh, it just shows the and quality of the basketball around the Big Sky. you want us now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana
0: Television. All Big Sky forward Dylan Jones has hit a three for Weber. We'll give you a more real-time update. Uh, as this day progresses. It's part of our tournament takeover brought to you by Crawford's Automotive. From oil changes to brakes, tune-ups to transmissions, Crawford's will get you back on the road. Give them a call today, 406-542-7705. Tom Wistershaw, the commissioner of the Big Sky Conference, joining us here on ESPN Radio. Let's talk about the news of the day. We got the press release this morning, and we were sitting there thinking, huh, that's an interesting deal, and I hadn't remembered, I don't know how I had forgotten, but that Southern Utah is leaving the league, so you guys are going to have to do a reformat on the bracket anyways with 10 teams next year instead of 11 teams on both the men's and women's sides. So just take us through this and sort of the decision-making because we're going to have a new format in terms of the bracket, but also new format in terms of the days of the tournament next year the tournament will go saturday through wednesday instead of monday through saturday as it has been so uh, just take us through sort of the background of these decisions
1: no you're exactly right so you know going from 11 to 10 teams forced us to make some decisions and uh and that was great it was great timing for us to look at it having an even number is always better than an odd number when you're whether you're creating regular season schedules or you're creating a tournament so it worked out really well. Then we sat down with ESPN and really had a good discussion about how can we get more games on national TV and specifically get our women's game on national TV, which has never been the case. And so with this new format, we'll get our the men's semifinals on, on national TV and the uh, uh, men's final as well on ESPN2 and the women's championship on ESPNU. So that, that's the reason for the moving of the dates. And uh, we're able to play four games each day, Saturday, uh, Saturday through Tuesday, and then the two championship games. On Wednesday, so the timing of it worked out good. Our coaches and administrators were really excited about it, and we had a presidents' meeting this morning, so we were able to talk to more to the presidents about the benefit of the net from the national TV standpoint, from a branding look for the Big Sky, and so it's a great day. Very excited for for the new format, and we get rid of that 9:30 a.m. game, oh, which I know how much the media loves that game. So <laughs> no, no more of those. Exactly, we're all falling asleep on press rotary
0: during that 9:30 game for sure. Well, the Uh, The the majority of the people listening to this right now are either listening or watching around the state of Montana and women's basketball has always been so big in the state of Montana so much of that comes from the the history of the Lady Grizz program, such the great influence and, and pioneering that Robin Selvig did at the University of Montana Tricia Bidford is sort of taking those reins now. Montana State. She's the longest tenured head coach in the Big Sky Conference. But the sport itself has grown so much, and I think that sort of the the old cliche narrative of "oh, we don't want to watch girls play basketball" that doesn't really exist anymore. I think people really, really love women's college basketball across the board. So, how much of that was a priority when you guys were making this deal? Because it seems like getting the women a bigger spotlight getting that championship on national TV was
1: a big big part of this decision. Yeah, it definitely was. And you know, for anyone that says that about women's basketball, they they what they're telling me is they haven't been to a, ga- a big <laughs> sky game in a while. Right. That game last night was the best game of the tournament so far. It was awesome. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, I mean, that's like that. if you know, if if the, the, for the listeners that are in Montana, if, if they haven't been to a game in Montana or Montana State and you had women's basketball in a few years, they need to show up and watch. Some of the best players in the country playing in this, the speed, the athleticism of the game has changed so much over the last 10 years. It's amazing. And so, yeah, absolutely, we want to feature those programs. You know, we have two great two great programs over there. Obviously, what done in Montana State is amazing. I love what Brian is building. Uh, at Montana, and uh, he's a wonderful guy and going to be a really good fit for the, rebuilding that program there to a championship level, and so, yeah, absolutely, we want to feature that. It's a big part of what we did, like you said, of getting that game on national TV. When you talk about the the reallotment of the scheduling of this tournament, now
0: being a Saturday through Wednesday, do you worry about the, the championship games having less attendance, or how are you guys going to balance that? Because obviously, being on national TV is huge exposure for the league, but maybe a little more difficult for fans to get here on a Wednesday. So how do you sort of balance that element?
1: Yeah, I think we looked at a couple things. One was, you know, again, we want to get the, for men, the semis, get them on national TV, get the women's on national TV. That was priority one. Then priority two was if we can start it on a weekend when the most teams are playing on Saturday, Sunday, we're hoping that that raises attendance. So now we're opening that weekend with all the teams playing either Saturday or Sunday. So I think that's great. Then as teams advance, you know, if you're, if you're here the, for the first or second round and your team's winning, well, then we hope you stay. And, uh, and then playing into championship Wednesday, we're hopefully building that crowd. And then if, when your team's playing for a title, I hope you're not driving home if you were here for the semifinals. So, so that's kind of the theory in it. And we'll wait and see how it plays out. But if we can get the most games with the most teams on the weekend and then hopefully build the winners as we go along. Tom Wissler will join us, Big
0: Sky Conference Commissioner here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We're not in studio right now because we're here. Idaho, Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise, Idaho. The Big Sky Basketball Tournament rolls on. We'll have updates for you from the Montana-Weber game here momentarily once the press conferences are over. So stay tuned. For that. But last couple of things for you, Tom. When it comes to television, television has become so huge in the world of college sports. So, I mean, how much does that go into your guys' decision making? And what have you thought of just the evolution of? The ability to basically, I mean, you can
1: put every game
0: on TV now, so
1: basically you have to put every game on TV now. No, you're exactly right, and that's why the move to ESPN Plus was such a big deal for us. We received such tremendous feedback from fans and coaches, the players, parents about that move and the one-stop shopping you can get for those games. So that's why using that agreement to then move into more, you know, linear games, you know, like you saw when, you know, Montana played at Eastern Washington in football, or we moved the Montana-Montana State basketball game to Sunday to be on ESPNU. So, you know, it it is. You're absolutely right. Now that people have the ability to watch from anywhere, they want to watch the game, and they'll go find it. It's just we have to provide the right avenue for them to to go get it. And, And for us, it's a balance of exposure and money. Of course, we're trying to make money on it. We're trying to to get as much revenue as we can for our schools, but that doesn't do us any good if nobody can watch it. So it's about balancing out how how do we, in the most uh, easy way and in the best quality way, deliver a broadcast to everyone that wants to watch Big Sky Sports. That's why that movie ESPN Plus was so big. And then we start to fill in other gaps as we build some of the regional sports stuff and uh, get some other games on linear after ESPN makes their selections. Last thing for you then, what's the state of the union when it comes to the Big Sky Conference? Because it seems like the league has really grown, particularly from the basketball
0: standpoint, but football, which has always been sort of the bread and butter of the league since the move to the FCS back in 1978, it seems like football, especially with the Montana schools both being in the, the quarterfinals at least and the Bobcats at the national championship, and the fact that the Big Sky has gotten four teams in the league or from the league into the playoff bracket each last couple of years, right, what's just sort of the state of the Big Sky Conference right now?
1: Well, I think we're in a really good place. We've got great leadership. Our presidents really not only get along well, um, but also, all want to get better. And, you know, the rising tide lifts all ships is, is an important piece there. Um, I also think that I've loved what our schools have been doing, uh, investing in facilities around around the league. You know, you look at a new basketball arena in Idaho. Idaho State is is renovating, you know, their dome. Um, Northern Arizona built a fabulous training and practice facility, weight facility for their athletic programs. Indoor facilities are starting to happen at Montana and Montana State, and so those make such a huge difference because it all comes back to recruiting. Can we recruit better players? And in this day and age of the transfer portal, when those uh, Power 5 kids are looking for a place to play in any sport, women's basketball, football, basketball, it doesn't matter, um, they're going to look at the facilities and say, this is a place I can come, compete for a national title. And so we want to be part of that conversation. So I'm really excited about what we're doing, really proud of of what we've built. It's never enough, obviously. We want to win every game and, and, and advance in the championship round but overall really happy with the progress we've made. Tom Wishersville here on Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. He's the Big Sky Conference Commissioner. Thanks for joining us. Happy to be here as always, Colt.
0: So there you go, Commissioner joining us here on Nuwana's now, reformatting of the tournament format. It will go Saturday through Wednesday next year, and only 10 teams will sell Utah on their way out of the league. A final here in Boise, the second quarterfinal in the books. Weaver State has their way with Montana. The Wildcats come away with a 68-56 victory. So the Grizz season ends with an 18-14 record in Montana really stumbled down the stretch. They lost three straight to end this season. And uh, after they were 8-2 and two in league play, they finished 11-9 and nine in league. And then this loss, so basically 11-10. So they basically won three and lost nine. So lost nine out of the last 12 down the stretch into the tournament. So a disappointing ending to the season for Montana. And uh, Weaver State, who also was struggling down the stretch, coming into this tournament, seems to have righted the ship a bit and that's a good win for them as they defeat Montana for just the second time in the last eight postseason matches. Montana won seven out of eight in the postseason so I guess uh, just the second time in the last nine postseason matchups So you're saying it's one but a great win for Weber and they move on to face top ranked Montana State the regular season champion in the Big Sky Conference. Andrew Houghton and I were rapping about the uh, Montana State game but we thought that we were live but instead you were listening to some sound from earlier in the day so we'll read re some of that stuff as well. The Bobcats, the number one team in the league, the undisputed Big Sky Conference champions. They went 16-4 and in league play and they kept it rolling here against Sacramento State earlier today 83-61, Montana State wins to move into the semifinal of the Big Sky Conference Tournament for the second year in a row. So Danny Sprinkles done a great job there at Montana State getting 5 basketball into the ranks of the elite of the Big Sky Conference for the first time in decades. So he's done a great job. He is the coach of the year, deservedly so, and uh, his team, they're really trying to make a run at that uh, elusive NCAA tournament birth, have not been in the NCAA tournament since 1996, so a um, couple steps away if you are Montana State. And the, the matchup with Weber State tomorrow is going to be a good one because Weber is very talented. I mean... Seiku Sohoa Jawara was an all-league player last year, and he sort of had to take a backseat with the addition of Kobe McEwen, a Marquette transfer, and the addition of the emergence of Dylan Jones, and is definitely one of the best players in the league. And I thought Jones, uh, he was the biggest snub on the All Big Sky Awards, the talented freshman from Weber State. Uh, He was the freshman of the year in in the league last year. And uh he was the only guy in the league that averaged a double-double this year. Yet He got second-team all-conference honors. And so um, he played like a first-team all-league guy today. 23 points and 11 rebounds for Dylan Jones. Kobe McHugh in the transfer from Marquette, had 17 points for Weber against Montana. And J.J. Overton added 10 points and 6 rebounds for the Wildcats. And it should be a good game between Montana State and Weaver State. Montana State only lost four conference games this season, including their only home conference loss to Weaver State in Bozeman towards the beginning of the uh, calendar year. It was actually two days before New Year's Day that Weaver went to Bozeman and posted an 80-75 win. The Cats really caught fire after that. They won 11 in a row to start off 2022, so red hot. But Weaver will go to that game with a lot of confidence because they definitely have the dudes. They got the front line to do it for sure. Jones and Dante Bassett, those guys are, are Top-tier talents, for sure, in the Big Sky Conference. And what does Montana State like to do? Well, they like to punish you down low. And uh, in their game against Sac State, I thought that the key to it, because Jarebel Bello, the MVP of the Big Sky, he has been fighting through some injuries. He uh, came back and was pretty solid today. But Raekwon Battle, the top reserve in the league from MSU, he's been sick. He still played today as well. And Xavier Bishop, he hurt his ankle against Northern Colorado on Saturday, yet he still played. But none of those guys at full strength, none of those guys practiced. And Danny Sprinkle talked about that in his postgame. But all that said, it was great Asabar, the freshman from the United Kingdom who helped win the day for MSU. He had 13 points off the bench. And that was sort of the thing that swung the tide. Zach was hanging tough in the first half of that game and they were able to stem the tide because they went with this dual-center look that featured Asabar, who goes about 6'9", 250, and Bella, who goes about 6'9", 250. So a tough matchup of the front court for uh, anybody that's playing the Bobcats. But that's why I think Weber State matches up well with them because they have Dante Bassett, a former transfer from Florida, and they got Dylan Jones, who is, uh, I think, the best and most talented big guy in the league outside of probably Jabril Bella, who's the MVP. And Dylan Jones... At 6'8", 260 pounds, with great skill, he's a great rebounder, he's a great passer, he's going to be a problem for the rest of the Big Sky Conference uh, moving forward. So we'll see how he develops with the game. Tomorrow will be the first semifinal between the top-seeded Bobcats and the fourth-seeded Wildcats. That'll definitely be... A really good contest. I do think that Weber matches up with Montana State as well as anybody in the league. The second two semifinals here, or quarterfinals, excuse me, of the Big Sky Tournament. Uh, the first one will start in about half an hour. Southern Utah and Portland State both warming up on the court right now. And then the nightcap will feature Eastern Washington versus Northern Colorado. So it should be a fun day of basketball. This is Nuana's Now, ESP Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coming to you from Idaho Central Arena. It's our tournament takeover. It's presented in part by Ask. Aspen Sound, car and boat stereos, window tinting, auto starts, and more. Visit Aspen Sound in Missoula on Broadway or visit aspensound.com. I am going to try to run down to the press conference see if I can catch the Grizzlies here in just a minute. But in the meantime, I appreciate everybody for being here with us on Nuanas Now as part of our tournament takeover. Thanks, everybody, for sending us here. Again, two results in the book so far for the Big Sky men's quarterfinals, and the women's championship is set. On the women's side, tomorrow at 1 p.m., Montana State, the two seed, and Northern Arizona, the four seed, they will play for the Big Sky title and an opportunity to go to the NCAA tournament. And uh, in the men's side, Montana State breezes past Sacramento State into the semis. And Weaver State dismantles Montana into the semis. So that will be your first semifinal matchup tomorrow. The other two matchups, or the other matchup, excuse me, still to be determined with two quarterfinals left here in Boise from Idaho Central Arena. Hour one's in the books. Hour two's coming at you. Our tournament takeover continues. It's brought to you in part by Crawford's Automotive. From oil changes to brakes, tune-ups to transmission, Crawford's will get you on the road. Call 406-542-7705 today. We're going to step out of the basketball world, step into the football world. Ty Gregorak, our head analyst at SkylineSportsMT.com. When it comes to Big Sky Conference football, he'll give you the key storylines for the Montana Grizzlies, the Montana State Bobcats, and the rest of the Big Sky Conference as spring ball commences around the league. Keep it right here. CSPN Radio's tournament takeover. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula.